0: Today is Passion Palm Sunday, and because of the reading of the Passion as the Gospel, which takes a little time, it's often advisable for the homily to be a little shorter, so today's podcast may be a little shorter than usual. What I'd like to reflect upon is the idea of sacred time. Of course, all of us live in time, and that's part of the restrictions, I suppose, of our existence. And we're also bound by geography. Time is a regular part of our life. Sometimes it governs our life and we say we are short of, short of time. Sometimes time moves at a slower pace and we say we have time on our hands. And sometimes time gets away from us and we lose track of time. There is also what we call sacred time, which is a time that does not exist along with the clock or the calendar, but it's certainly connected with it. I often think sacred time is like our supernatural life, the life of the soul. We know it, we exist in it, we experience it, But yet it's beyond the world that we see with our eyes and beyond the world of the body. We also have this experience of sacred time throughout the year in the calendar, which is divided into two cycles, so to speak, which we often call the temporal cycle or the cycle of time, which goes by weeks and months and seasons. And then also we have what's called the Sanctoral Cycle, which is to do with the commemoration of the saints. In the Temporal Cycle, we have the seasons of the Church's year. We're just coming towards the end of the season of Lent. And then, of course, we enter the season of Easter. I'm not sure what the experience of Lent is like for you, but I often find it, and it's something that happens almost every year for me, that Lent begins with a sudden shock, a sudden change, with those ashes that go on our forehead, we are pulled, if you like, out of all that we've been doing before into this very dedicated time of penitence and prayer and almsgiving in reparation for our sins and preparation for Easter. So the first days of Lent are often a bit of a shock and a bit of an adjustment, and and then I find I get myself used to it and the weeks go on, and it seems to pass relatively quickly. And then all of a sudden we have another hold-up or another full stop, so to speak, when we come to this Sunday. Let me just explain another thing too. In the calendar before the changes after the council, there were two weeks, the last two weeks of Lent were called Passion Tide, where the attention of the church turned towards the Passion of Christ rather than only to penance and prayer and almsgiving and penance and sorrow and reparation for sins. So the last two weeks of Lent in the old calendar are called Passion Tide, And there were two Sundays. The first Sunday was called Passion Sunday, which is now named the fifth Sunday of Lent. And then the second Sunday was called Palm Sunday. For reasons I'm not sure and I don't fully understand, it was decided to dispense with Passion Sunday and to move both Passion and Palm Sunday into the one Sunday, which I think is overburdening this day a little. Even There's some remnants, though, of the Passion Tide in the New Liturgy because through all of this past week, the first preface of the Passion has been used at Masses. And then in this coming week, that will continue. However, that being said, what I'm trying to tell and explain to you is I think that the Church asks us at this time to to stop short, so to speak, and to have an abrupt awakening to these days that will lead us towards Good Friday and Holy Saturday. So it's like the Church says to us, stop and pay attention. We are now entering into this week, which is the Holy Week. And so it is called that, the Holy Week. And each day of this week could be called Holy Monday, Holy Tuesday, Holy Wednesday, Holy Thursday. Now that means the church is saying to us, whatever else you're doing and have to do during this week, and many, many people still have to go to work, of course, it's not necessarily holiday time, but we must try to slow down we must try to imbue into all of our activities this sense of holiness and reverence and awe at what we are approaching again. Because when we reach Holy Thursday evening and then enter into Good Friday, we've reached the climax of the liturgical year, the highest point of the highest peak of salvation history. And in a sense, we step out of time and we trace those steps again of our Saviour so that we may appreciate again that all that has been anticipated and promised in the Old Testament is fulfilled in what Christ does. And we accompany him. We walk with him. We give him our attention and our time. We give him our love. We want to console him in his sufferings. We want to be there with him. Because what he has done, he has done for us. And in doing that, then we enter into the sacred time because what Christ did for us, his paschal mystery, his passion, death and resurrection, is a real event that occurred in our history. So it's a history, in, sorry, it's an event in time, but it's a unique event. Because all the other historical events that we know of happen once, and then they pass away, swallowed up in the past, remembered, but in the past. The paschal mystery of Christ, by contrast, cannot remain only in the past because by his death on the cross he destroyed death and all that Christ is, all that he did and suffered participates in that divine eternity and so transcends all time while being made present in them all. So I'd encourage you as you approach these days of Holy Week and then the wonderful Easter Triduum of Holy Thursday, Evening, Good Friday, Holy Saturday to mark these days with some solemnity, some care and also some dignity. And maybe too you might have the opportunity to spread that a little to others. And one of the ways you can do that is to use the correct names for the days. Although our secular society focuses upon the Easter long weekend, remember that the Thursday is Holy Thursday, not Easter Thursday. The Friday is Good Friday, most people call it that. But the Saturday is not Easter Saturday. It's Holy Saturday. It's Saturday in Holy Week. And then begins Easter week with Easter Sunday, Easter Monday, Easter Tuesday, Easter Wednesday, Easter Thursday, Easter Friday, Easter Saturday, and then we come to the great Feast of Divine Mercy, the second Sunday of Easter, or Low Sunday. Anyway, I hope you've found these little reflections and um, somewhat rambling thoughts and ideas from me helpful. I didn't prepare a written text today, this has been done just as uh, I have thought of these things throughout the week and as I've spoken them to you just now. So I ask God's blessing upon you in this Holy Week and I will be putting some other podcasts up for the Triduum but I hope that this Holy Week is both holy for you, it also moves your heart in compassion for our Saviour and also sorrow for your sins. Laudato Jesus Christus.